Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about robberies, right? We're going to talk about hip-hop culture. We're going to talk about hip-hop representation. But ultimately, I'm going to give you guys some robbery stories, right? I'm going to tell you guys about people that came to the city of Detroit and was robbed. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to tell you some stories about how some folk came here and was robbed blind. You couldn't even recognize them anymore. They got robbed to the extent that if you seen them today, you wouldn't even recognize them, right? I was listening to some podcasts, and um, there's a gentleman from Detroit. He's a local. He's an artist. He's a boss. And he was talking about Fabulous, a New York City artist from Brooklyn who came to the city and almost got robbed, right? They almost stuck him up and took everything he had in the club. And this story, again, was given by a gentleman from the city. And respectfully, we can call this gentleman, um, I don't want to say an OG, right? Because ethnically, we know OGs, is um, that's more connected to the Italians, right? Uh, that's more connected to Sicilians. And uh, black folks is not OGs. We're not original gangsters, right? That's not who we are as a people. If you see us with that on... We're wearing somebody else's clothes because our people come out of the plantations and the church houses in America. And we know there wasn't no gangsters in them churches. And it sure wasn't no gangsters on the plantations, right? So let's just say he's a, um, what, like a rap vet? Um, Hip-hop vet. Yeah, let's do that. Hip-hop vet sounds good. And since we're talking about a local, right? person from Detroit we're going to throw in another hip-hop vet let's say um, Dame Dash right because uh, later I'm going to compare the two conversations between two men two bosses that both been in hip-hop for well over 20 years right we're just going to compare the conversations nevertheless the brother from Detroit was talking about fabulous again almost being robbed in the city of Detroit right so I'm going to give you guys some stories about other people that was, they didn't almost get robbed, they got robbed. Right? It didn't almost happen, it happened. There's a, uh, a gentleman from Georgia, right? He came from Sandersfield, Georgia, and he came to the city of Detroit. He only had a third or fourth grade education. He was deaf, dumb, and blind when he got here. And when he got here, the locals robbed him. They stripped him down. That same man from Sandersville, Georgia. He's no longer with us, but you will recognize him as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. The messenger. Arguably one of the most greatest black men to ever walk the wilderness of North America. He was powerful, right? But see, the city robbed him, man. He was deaf, dumb, and blind, and we took that from him. And we gave the world greatness. Because he allowed himself to be robbed when he got to Detroit. There's another gentleman who came out the South. His name was um, Coleman A. Young. We robbed him, too. He's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And he was deaf, dumb, and blind. 
But when he got to the city of Detroit, we made him a political giant. Right? So we've been doing some stick-ups all our history in the city of Detroit, right? That's what we've been doing, sticking folks up. Not only men, but we didn't rob some art in the city too, right? We didn't took some art. All across this country, all the church houses in this nation, in the black community, they had an image of a white mother, Mary, and a white son named Jesus. And we had this picture and this image all over the church houses in America. So much so that these photos, they made it into our homes, right? You know, they made a joke about it on, it was an old show called Good Times. Where the mother of that household was in love with that image of that white Jesus. But when that image came to Detroit, it was a stick up in process. It was a robbery in process because... When it got to the shrine of the Black Madonna, what later came out was a new image, right? Image that we haven't seen before in America. An image of a black messiah with the black mother, right? Even though that image could exist around the world, that was the first time we seen it on a much larger platform. And the shrine of a Black Madonna gave that to us. So folks is always getting stuck up when they come to the city of Detroit, right? That's what happens when you are outsider and you come here, you get robbed, right? We had so many outsiders come here from the South, my family included, because everybody made that migration and they wasn't making no money. So we robbed them. And when they got to this city, they began to make $40 an hour and $35 an hour and 30 bucks an hour. And $25 an hour. We took a whole bunch of Southerners and robbed them. They was financially broken. We changed their lives forever. This is the city of Detroit now. This is what happened when you come here. If you're an outsider and you listen in, this is what happened when you get here. You come here one way and then we change you to something else. Right now, the nation in Capitol Hill, they're trying to pass legislation to get these folks $15 an hour. But if you came to this city... In the 90s, 92, 93, 94, early 90s, you could have came to any of the plant jobs with just a high school education and you could have walked in the door making 15, 16, and $17 an hour back in the early 90s. This is what the city of Detroit is. This is who we are. It's a stick up in process all the time. It's a robbery in process all the time. So now let's fast forward to these podcasts, right? Because I think it's important that everybody can tell their story, can tell their POV. But being that you take things publicly, then, you know, we have the right to challenge thought, to challenge opinions, to challenge motives. What is the motives behind some of these stories? If we got two vets right two veterans that been in the same community the same hip-hop community for over 20 years and one gentleman is talking about who may have got robbed and stuck up and shot and stabbed and another gentleman 20 years deep talking about 
owning apps and owning possibly a network one day and how he made his friends around him millionaires and um what dame dash be talking about owning oil and that brother be talking about owning everything he's pushing to the youth ownership he's taking his 20 year experience now 20 year experiences and he's talking about how to make your way through the maze and be independent and own your content and he's turning people into powerful giants that is the spirit of Detroit what Dame Dash is doing he's not even from the city and then you got another gentleman telling the story about what he's telling the story about you know He's entitled to tell his story. But we got to think about motives. What would propel a person to talk about a brother from Brooklyn almost getting robbed anyway? When the other gentleman, Dame Dash, he could tell the same story. Both of them in the same community. You think Dame ain't got no stories about who got robbed and shot and stabbed? And But what would make a man refrain from telling those stories and another man... He'd tell those stories. But you know, we all got the right to talk about what we want to talk about. But that goes back to a conversation that we had on this platform about rapper T.I., right? And it's it's very important that we understand about our reputations. You got to be very careful. And we're not judging anybody, right? We love everybody, right? Especially those from our city. Right. We got to be very careful of our reputations. Because the reputations that we have is going to determine what's our future. And depending on how our reputation is, other folks can control our future now. They can control your future because if you got the representation of a tough guy all the time. All the time. You tough. This guy is tough all the time. Whoever it may be, right? I'm not singling out one person, but I'm just saying. Anybody that got a tough guy image in hip-hop, whether you're from California, Michigan, Texas, there's a bunch of guys. Everybody's tough now. If that's your reputation, these folks can put you in jail when they get ready. They can put a body on you when they get ready. They can put a Rico on you when they get ready. And we got to watch how the powers that be move. Everybody that's talking, shoot them up, bang, bang, stab them up talk, right? It seems like they always have platforms. But when you are a original man and you're talking about ownership and owning content and owning networks and that kind of guy always in court, always been slandered always like the media always trying to tear this guy down but the other guys it just doesn't happen that way if you want to be robbed come to the city of Detroit come to the city of Detroit man if you're deaf dumb and blind come to the city if you need money come to the city this is a city that can transform your life to the better this is the city that was known for producing black excellence. Atlanta 
got our title. The city of Atlanta got our title right now. They're taking folks and they're transforming them to black excellence. We got to regain our title back. We have to put our representation back on top to speak for us. Detroiters, we ain't on no blue teams over here. That's what they do in California. We ain't on no red teams over here. That's what they do in California. We ain't doing no stars over here. We not from Illinois. We from Michigan. We got a different legacy. The locals run our streets over here. Can't nobody from California tell nobody what to do on Plymouth. It doesn't work that way. That's my neighborhood. Guys in Plymouth, we wear our own clothes. We ain't got nobody else clothes on. We do our own thing. This city is ran by Seven Mile Dogs, Finkel Boys, Puritan, Joy Royal Boys, Dexter Boys, Linwood and Livernois. The locals run this city. Highland Park run this city. Brightmore run this city. St. Mary Boys run this city. That's who run this city. The east side run this city. The southwest side run this city. The west side run this city. We don't take no orders from nobody from California over here. We don't take no order from nobody from Illinois over here. That's not our thing. We got a legacy of Pony Down Boys. We got a legacy of Earl Flynn over here. This is the home of BMF. This is the home of YBI. We don't wear nobody else clothes. But just like we got the streets, we got robbers. And if you're in hip-hop, this is a city of love. Our mothers didn't raise us to be savages in Detroit. We love you, man. We love our black brothers. I don't care who is on a podcast telling a story about how some black folks want to rob another black man. That ain't... No. We ain't no city of savages, man. We love one another here. Ask too short how he feel about Detroit. Ask too short about the love that he get when he come here. Ask young Jeezy about the love that he gets when he come here. Waka Flocka was just at a club, man. You can catch Waka Flocka in the city of Detroit like he... He was just at a club in Six Mile somewhere. Ask these guys how much we love them, man. Ask these guys how much we love them, man. That's what my city is, man. You know how much we love Common in Detroit? How much we love Kanye, man. Those are brothers from Chicago. Maybe that's a... Because we that we got a different relationship with people from Chicago, man. Because if we're so close. We got so much family back and forth. That's maybe, you know... That's the Midwest. That's That can be said about any Midwest artist. So, you know. But ask artists out the South and the East and the West. And, man, we love y'all here. Our mothers didn't raise no savages in the city, man. It's just a small remnant of tough guys. Just a small remnant. And if we can galvanize these supposed to be tough guys to go downtown and get the real money, then we're going to do some real things. But until then, I want more of our people to come here and get robbed. Come get robbed like Elijah did. Come get robbed like Coleman Young did. Right? Come get robbed like when they was telling all our black women... That they was monkeys and they was the children of monkeys and 
they couldn't go to the water fountains back in Jim Crow South and Jim Crow America and they were colored water fountains and white water fountains and what did we do in Detroit? We robbed that image of the black woman. The group that came out of Detroit, the group that came out of Motown, we call these women the Supremes. The Supreme. See, this is psychological warfare right here. This is mental war we playing out here. Barry Gordy had a group out of Motown. These women came from Brewster Projects, from the Bricks. And they were robbed. Instead of being called BWAs, the city of Detroit called these women the Supremes. And when they toured all around this nation, Chitlin Circus and wherever they went, even if the devil was the promoter or he owned the building, if he had them on the bill, he had to recognize these original women as the Supremes. He didn't even call his own women the Supremes. He had to call original women from Detroit the Supremes. Diana Ross and the Supremes. So come get robbed, man. Come get robbed, man. Come get robbed. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Content is Forum Podcast. Big VJ, come to this city and get robbed. If you deaf, dumb, and blind, we'll change you. Peace.